welcome to another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. And with me today is our Sexual Assault and Human Trafficking Specialist, Maria Villarreal. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, and you? I'm doing good. It is so, and, and uh, just a little backstory. I was, when we were setting up, I told Maria how much I missed seeing her all the time <laughs> because uh, uh, I am actually in a different office now, which is in a different building kind of across town, and I don't see Maria's... Uh, shiny face every day <laughs> like I used to because she's always just so happy and so energetic oh, how and sweet. also we were talking about I think Maria has the record of being uh, the guest the most times Yay! on the podcast you should add like in the background audience Yay! applauding <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And, but, uh, you know, one thing, and, and Maria and I were talking about that because we were talking to some student, uh, students, uh, some youth um, the other day at juvenile probation. We were doing a presentation kind of on what we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, you said, we ought to do more presentations together because yeah. we feed off of each other so well and, and everything. And I said, you know what? That is a good podcast. <laughs> So, and uh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why you're here. So, wh what we're going to be talking about is kind of internet safety, online safety, uh, specifically probably children and youth. But I think also a lot of the things we're going to talk about, adults can take with them as well. Because, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I might share a little bit of a story that I shared with the kids at uh, juvenile probation a few weeks ago, uh, kind of a personal experience. But what we do want to talk about is online safety, specifically, or I guess uh, one of the things I, I, I want us to talk about is online safety when it comes to children and youth when they're like playing the video, playing their video, that sound like an old man, playing the video <laughs> games, playing their games, because I'm a gamer too. And so, uh, and that's one thing I like about talking to kids about um, the video games is, uh, as I can kind of relate to them. And I kind of know a little bit about what goes on, uh, but just kind of safety tips when they're online playing with other people they don't know. And then we'll kind of also, I'll kind of want to touch on social media and, and things like that. And I know Maria has a lot of, uh, interesting things that, um, that she can share with us too. So I guess I kind of want to uh, kind of start out, you know, going online today is different than it was, I would even say 10 years yeah. ago, you know, 10 years ago going online, it was maybe in a chat room, uh, being on Facebook, browsing um, websites, and that was kind of it. And the internet has, entrenched itself so much in our lives today and things that we do. So when we're talking about going online, um, it's apps. You know, we, we all pray for everybody. I don't know what the stats are, but, you know, a good majority of Americans have smartphones. How many times do we go on Facebook a day mm -hmm. or Instagram and then especially kids, right? Uh, and so that's being online, uh, video games. And again, you know, uh, whether it be 
Xbox, PlayStation, PC gaming, or whatever, so many games now are integrated online where you're playing with other people. Some of these games, you have no choice. You have to be playing with other people. Uh, and then, of course, um, like I said, social media and things like that. So, uh, Maria, one of the things I want to talk about first, and, and I don't know how much you have to say about this, but, you know, a few weeks ago, we hosted the uh, Safer East Texas conference there at Angelina College. And we had a gentleman from the um, attorney general's office talking about, which I found fascinating, his whole job was to go undercover in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to, do you have anything you want to share about that, about what he did or? Yeah. And I am so happy that I was able to figure out how to do it. Um, he basically was teaching us a lot of things. One of them being that how sexual predators can use this app called face app and make themselves look completely different. Um, so he was able to take a picture of himself and turn into a young male, into a little boy, into a female. He was able to do whatever. Yeah. Um, and not just that, like he, you know, he was telling us, so you can't trust a photo, but not just that he went above and beyond. And he was like recording himself as a little boy or as a teenager. I can't remember which one or the other, but still right. he didn't look like himself. Right. So it's like, you can't trust a picture. What I learned from him is that you can't trust a picture yeah. or even like a live stream of a sure. person. Yeah. And we'll probably go more into that, but that blew me away. I mean, and then. You downloaded it and you showed it to the kids at juvenile probation mm -hmm. and you turned yourself into a young boy. Yeah. And that just, <laughs> and it blew their minds and it still blows my mind. I downloaded the app. I haven't even opened it up. It almost kind of scares me <laughs> to open it up some. But so let's talk a little bit. And I don't know how versed you are in video games, Maria, but you know, talking to kids and, and being, I'll say it, a member of the gaming community. Uh, some of the most popular games amongst kids, at least, are, and if you're a parent, these names will probably sound familiar to you, Roblox, Fortnite, and Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, specifically, whenever I go talk to kids like the Boys and Girls Club or at elementary schools, uh, there is a talk that I do about being safe online. And I ask them, um, what's your favorite game? And probably the majority are going to say Roblox followed by uh, Fortnite and Minecraft, right? So I don't know if you want to say something first about this, but I kind of want to talk about how these games can be dangerous. And it's frustrating a little bit to me. Now we're going, we're talking about, and we'll kind of explain, I guess maybe I should explain what Roblox and, and all these are for, for parents who aren't gamers. Because it is frustrating sometimes if I go like to GameStop and I see a parent with their child and uh, this child picks up a game, mom, I want this. Oh, okay. And they don't know. And I, there's so many times I've wanted to speak up and say, <laughs> do, you know, do you, do you know what this game is? You may want to kind of think about this before you buy it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, then I'm caught. Well, it's, it's not, you know, it's not any my business, you know, you know, whatever. But um, so Roblox is a game where these kids can, and it's, and it's geared for 
children. Now, I know there's probably some adults that play it, but it's kind of aimed towards a younger audience. Where Roblox is, and they kind of look like little Lego men, but you can actually go and create your own space within Roblox. You can create your own games, your own hangouts, and whatever within Roblox. And and kudos to Roblox, I will say this, because I think it, if it's done correctly and responsibly, I think it can encourage kids to be creative and to kind of learn how to create these worlds and everything, right? Uh, but that's where the problem comes in as, and I, Maria, for the life of me, I, I don't remember this guy's name from the AG's office that was showing us this, but the bad thing about this is, uh, Roblox is an online game. So there's other people in there playing, which would be fine, mm -hmm. except, um, they can chat, you can chat with other players or you can text chat with other players within the game, or you can, you can just create, it's my understanding if you create something that's inappropriate, Roblox, if they find out, they will get rid of it, but it's Still trying there. to find out where all this stuff is. So I don't know if you kind of want to talk about some of the things that child predators can do in Roblox, maybe that, uh, parents or just the community in general needs to be aware of what i know that one thing that sexual predators can do is that they can do what's called double gaming where they will pretend to be two different kids um and they will i'm gonna say person number one person number two person number one is gonna be the nice kid that kid can tell another kid like hey that was so cool what you just did that was so awesome how'd you do it like you know complimenting them mm -hmm. And then person number two, we're going to call it the bad kid. That bad kid is going to be like, okay, well, like, you suck. You're terrible. What are you doing? You need to stop playing. Whatever. They're going to yeah. be mean. You suck at this. You're no good. You don't need to be playing. This. Yeah. So then person number one is going to come in and be like, you need to stop bullying him or her. You need to, you know, stop being mean and everything. So then person number, number two will leave. And then person number one is going to start to develop a, a bond with that child, like trust and everything. That child's going to be like, okay, well, like this person was really nice, defended me and everything. Like I want to be friends with him or her. Mm -hmm. So they're going to build that bond and everything. And eventually that like, they're going to try to meet up the child somewhere. But that child doesn't know that it really is a sexual predator. It could no. be 36-year-old male, could be a 50-year-old male. It doesn't matter. But like children don't know. Nobody can really verify who's on the other side. Sure. All we have is their word. That's it. Yeah. So that's something that sexual predators can do. And just to let, just to talk a little bit about my little gaming experience. Yeah, um, yeah. I never really got into the whole live chat thing. I think I exited out of that <laughs> when they started becoming popular. But I remember growing up, I was starting off with like Nintendo 64, mm -hmm. Sega Genesis and everything. So I was there in the very beginning of everything. I think so. You don't know what the very beginning oh, of that is, but we won't go into that. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. but um, but then I went into playing like God of War, Metal Gear Solid, and everything. So whenever the whole live chat thing started coming out, that's whenever I actually started stop becoming a gamer, so to say. Yeah. So what I know about it is from you know my husband. He's a gamer. He actually played Fortnite and everything. And I tried to get yeah. into it, but I couldn't. 
But I can hear him talking to his friends uh-huh. almost every night. Hey, man, you need to do this. Da, da, right. da. You know, they're really yeah. into it. Sure. So, you know, he knows those are his friends and everything. But still, like, he wouldn't know who he wouldn't know if another person comes in. He wouldn't know if they really are who they say they are. You know what I mean? So that's my experience. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's no, and that and that's fine. I do know that one of the things this guy from the AG's office was talking about was just just people creating rooms, just they were just completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then like these people would um, create rooms where your character you could go and stand in front of the space and it would put genitalia mm-hmm. on on your character. Uh, or there would be a virtual strip club, you know, where you, these characters, are, you know, it's not real people, but still these characters doing uh, doing strip acts and, and doing other sexual things uh, within Roblox, you know, where a kid can just stumble into these things, right? Yeah, and I also saw a video on YouTube, which I know we're going to get into YouTube too. Um, but basically in that video, it showed how like, there's like almost directions to these rooms. Like in the video, oh yeah, that, that character was walking and then you see an arrow and it says sex on top of mm-hmm. it, pointing down the stairs. Yeah. So yeah. it goes, you know, that character goes down the stairs and everything. And then there's like penises on the wall right and yeah. so that's how they communicate with each other and let's be real if you're a 12 or 13 year old kid and you see that what are you gonna do you're gonna go see yeah. what you're gonna go check that out right mm-hmm. uh, but i know that was one of the things and then once you and you don't have to be in one of these rooms anybody can approach you at any time as far as through voice chat or texting and and start approaching uh kids but that was one of the things, and it just fascinated me. That's what this guy does for his living: is that he goes, tries to find these rooms to get rid of them, but also poses as kids to um, to find where these uh, um, potential molesters are. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and then you know, then, then you have Minecraft, which. Uh, you know, Minecraft is probably, as far as a maturity level, a step up above Roblox, uh, where you can still kind of build stuff. You can still play with friends. There may be strangers that can come in, but I think it's kind of limited to texting, um, uh, kind of a text chat thing. And then Fortnite, again, you can play with strangers. Uh, there's voice chat. I don't know if there's text chat in Fortnite. And I'm kind of like, you already did, uh, my reason for playing Fortnite is I can't compete with a 14-year-old. <laughs> I just don't have the You're... chops to do it. <laughs> you know. But I think you can still uh, at least voice chat. And with any video game, Call of Duty or anything, you can voice chat with people, right? And uh, But uh, I guess, you know, one of the things I was telling all these kids to do whenever I talk to kids about these things I ask them, do your parents ever play with you? Well, if they don't, get them to play with you sometime, you know, because I think it's important. Parents, even if you're not into video games, you need to know what these games are, how they mm-hmm. work at least, and um, and things like that, yeah, you know? Uh, just even if you're not really a gamer, you, you need to know what your kid's doing because just because it's a video game doesn't mean that it's relegated just to kids or just to children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So one of the other things I want to talk to to Maria about, which I think this may be more of your realm, is talking about apps (laughs) and the social media. (laughs) So again, most a lot of popular apps among kids. You know, I mean, probably everybody has heard of TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube. I've been told by countless uh, youth that uh, Facebook is really not a thing amongst that age group anymore. (laughs) Quote: It's for old people, is what I've been told, or parents. Um, Dang, I'm old. But, uh, yeah, I know. That's, uh, you know, uh, Facebook and Twitter are probably the, my two main things that, that, that I look at. But I will tell you, TikTok, personally, you can go down a rabbit hole. Sometimes oh, that TikTok yeah. is my thing. Get ready to go to bed. Eh, let's see what's going on TikTok. And you do see some creative things on there. But, uh, again, uh, with kids, it is TikTok and Snapchat and uh, Instagram. And again, we will talk about YouTube here in a minute. But how can these apps, what are the dangers with these apps? So they all have in common, um, the one thing they all have in common is that you can chat with anybody. Right. You can chat with your friends, you can chat with strangers, whatever it may be. Um, With TikTok specifically, and this actually recently happened, I just saw on the news where I believe the child was 12 years old, 8 years old, but she died because she was doing a challenge on TikTok. And so there's TikTok. I know it's known for challenges. They can vary from like um, dancing in the dark. And and that, there was a warning about that, too, that there were some women that were, you know, dancing either in their bra panties or completely naked. But you couldn't tell because they were dancing in the dark. But then it came to find out that people can um, turn a filter on and you can actually like see them. Yeah. Type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they all have that thing in common because you can talk to anybody and there's no really, there's no way to verify who it is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So. Well, and, and I think that it helps up, it opens up not even just to sexual things, but bullying even. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole, it, and I, trust me when I say this, please believe me, I have never gone to this app, but there's like hot or not where you'd swipe like a picture you'd swipe left if a person you thought they were hot and i've only gone on tinder and that's how i met my husband (laughs) well and i think that's a valid thing to think about (laughs) is that there are and i think a lot of times and i'm going to say this i'm definitely not anti-video game i think with a lot of these video games even with a lot of these apps i think the majority of them were created with good intentions Mm -hmm. and with good uh good ideas in mind it's just unfortunate that a lot of people have kind of hijacked some of these apps to use them in not so nice ways yeah there's definitely people out there that will take advantage of anything of any app yeah and use it for things that they're not meant to be used for right yeah well and that's why that's why i go back and i think about something like roblox i think hey it'd be really cool let these kids create their own and out of curiosity, after ta- after that presentation from the guy from the AG's office, I did go home, got on the Xbox, and downloaded Roblox and created an account because I just kind of wanted to see because I don't want to say anything yet, but we might have some things going on with the Family Crisis Center that we might be doing. And uh, I just kind of wanted to see what that environment was like and i found there was like a little soccer game that i found that somebody made that i played and it was kind of fun you know it was kind of it was kind of cute 
Um, and the same with uh, Fortnite and, and Minecraft. But, um, and again, and even with these apps, I think like TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram, uh, I think they had good intentions, but people can't abuse them. Yeah, and the other thing about Snapchat, and I'm, I'm trying to see if we can get like an agency Snapchat so that way we can present them. But the thing that parents need to be made aware of is that in Snapchat, if you don't change your settings, like anybody can see where you are, like an exact location of where you're located at. And um, you can turn on the ghost mode in the settings. So I had to do that immediately. As soon as I found out Mm -hmm. and I actually looked at the map and you could see exactly where I was, I was like, oh, no, like this has to change. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But for my friends that haven't changed it, I can see exactly where they are. Like in the building. But see, I don't even know personally, even amongst friends, I don't know if I like that or not. I don't like it. I Even I, if I you're mm-mm. with close friends, I just, I don't know. That's just kind of... I don't. Personally, I don't like It bugs that. me enough knowing that Google knows that I went to Target yesterday. Yes, and you get that little <laughs> notification. Hey, how was your visit at Target? Yeah. It's like, how did you know? <laughs> you, know uh, you know, that enough bothers me, you know, than, 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 some of this, than some of this other stuff. And I always tell students and kids when I talk about, probably not little kids, but I know I was telling high schoolers, and I tell probably even middle schoolers, like with Snapchat. You know, the whole thing with Snapchat is you can take a picture, whatever, send it out, and it's only visible for a certain amount of time before it disappears. And it does not officially disappear. (laughs) Well, that's how it is presented. It does not. But I try to tell them, guys, trust me. And that's with any – and and with older kids, with high schoolers, you know, we'll talk about – sending nudes and then sexting and things like that. And I say, please, please, please don't send, don't take a picture of anything that you're going to later regret. Even if you delete it off your phone, Mm -hmm. it's not really truly deleted. Uh, It's just gives, that's your phone or your computer. Okay. You don't want that anymore. And eventually it may get overwritten, but that's how investigators find child porn on some of these computers, because even though it's deleted, technically that file is still there. Right. And I tell these kids, I said, you know, let's say 10 or 20 years from now, you want to run for political office. Or let's say you got some talent and you are on your way to fame and fortune. And then the next thing you know, on TMZ or something, hey, so-and-so nudes they took back in 2022 have resurfaced 10 or 15 years later. Don't, nothing is truly erased. It is out there in the ether somewhere. Yeah, and something that we also have to teach kids too is like, you know, be careful what you say on social media too because um, employees look at that. And that so yeah. be careful. Don't say that POS or that SOB because that's going to make you look bad. Even yeah. if it was 10 years mm-hmm. ago and maybe, you know, you've changed your opinions on certain things, yeah. it's out there still. Yeah, and I do know employers are more and more now looking at potential mm-hmm. hires uh, on their social media or, or trying to search for them on social media. Uh, is there anything, and, and, and you may not know, if you don't know this, this is fine, uh, YouTube, is there anything specific about YouTube that's different from the other? Is YouTube considered social media? I guess it is, I mean, maybe. I, I, I mean, I guess it is because you're still able to talk to anybody. Because I can make world. a video and put on it. You can make a video and mm-hmm. put on it. And then on the comments, mm-hmm. 
you can anybody can have a discussion and, and and everything so yeah but if if some um if some comments are inappropriate or something like you they can be taken off right so, and yeah. i don't know that much about it i probably should have looked this up i know there youtube there's a youtube for kids i have not seen that one i do know specifically because again something that we're kind of working on on the, on the agency but we do there is something called youtube for kids and i don't mm -hmm. know um what makes it for kids? You know, is there a restriction on the types of videos that are posted or who can watch? You know, I, I'm really not versed in that. Yeah, I, I, I can look into that. Um, um, but the thing is, so the thing, now that I'm remembering, yeah. I was trying to watch a video on YouTube and I thought that it was going to be like a makeup tutorial. Well, like about an, a minute and a half in, it changes into something completely different. I like, I just see and I hear a man talking, and it sounds like he's talking Vietnamese or something, but he's on the mountains. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I, I, this is not what I clicked. Did it start out as a makeup tutorial? Yeah, it started off as a makeup okay. tutorial, and it just changed something different. And I'm over yeah. here thinking, like, oh my gosh, like, how many people have. How, how many times has that yeah. happened already? And especially with kids, maybe kids thought that they were clicking on um, safe, you know, something that well, wasn't Well, it could be dangerous. a cartoon or yeah. anything, right? And then it turns into something completely different. That's interesting because it does make you wonder. Because I've we've made video, I've made a couple of videos personally, but then agency stuff, we've every now and then we'll upload something to YouTube. And it doesn't take long to do it. It, is, it, it makes me wonder, does YouTube, is there some kind of vetting process <laughs> before <laughs> they put it out there or, or what? I really don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so I do want to go over what I tell kids. And this is something, And if you're a parent and you're listening, uh, what I always tell kids is when you're gaming, know who you're talking to. And I tell them, look, if you want to game with your friends here at school, like if you have a, a buddy, fine, you know, game with them. But just random people, uh, just just really don't 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 do that. Never give your real name to someone you don't know, right? Uh, never tell anyone your address or phone number. Never tell anyone what school you go to well, because. And, and what I I want to go back to never tell anyone your address yeah. or phone number because like a couple years ago I learned about this website and I cannot remember the top of my head, but somebody told me about it. I looked it up, clicked on it, I entered my phone number, and just by entering my phone number, I could see that they had my real full name on there, my current address, my previous address the relatives that I have, yeah. the high school that I went to, like they had accurate information on me. And, you know, whenever we went to juvenile probation, I know that a kid was like, well, this is like common sense. And I'm like, well, I understand it's common sense, but like common sense ain't so common. <laughs> that is a quote of the day right there. <laughs> so it's like, don't, don't give out your phone number because it's very possible for somebody to look you up like that and yeah. figure out, where you're currently located at, where you've lived, who's re who's related to you and everything. Well, and then you take the, a child. A child's not going to really know. you know. And I always tell the kids, someone could say, man, you were so good at playing Fortnite. That was awesome. Hey, tell me what your phone number is so I can call you and we can mm -hmm. talk about how good you were and you can give me some tips and things like that. And I basically tell the kids, look, if you're online with them, that's all they need to know. Say, hey, I can tell you right now. 
you we're online. Hey, let's talk about it. You don't yeah. need my phone number, right? And the other thing too that I saw a lot of people fall victim to is um, especially during the when we were on lockdown, the Facebook questions like, "Hey, let's get to know one each other." Yeah. The name of your first pet, the name of the high school you went to, and everything. It's like those are security questions. <laughs> okay, yeah, and I do want you to and and um, let's talk about. I want to talk about that here in a little bit because that's something that I don't know if I if that would have clicked with me if I did something like that. But I do want to talk about that. Uh, but I always also tell kids, don't even tell somebody what school you go to because there are smart enough people out there that they can put two and two together. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I go to Lufkin Middle School or I go to Trout Elementary. There's, I tell them, there's people out there they can figure out yes. who you are. Of course, never agree to meet someone you've met online. And always, you know, also tell the kids, never answer any questions that make you feel uncomfortable. Somebody starts telling you or asking you something that's just weird. And I don't give them examples. I don't want to give them examples. But just something's like, why are you asking me this? What I tell them, disconnect, log off that game, and go tell an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to talk about some of the, some of the things um, uh that uh that that you that's kind of in your realm um and you might if you want to lead this off you can but uh, well let's go back the the facebook quizzes let's go ahead and talk about that and i've seen them and i have i have done them in the past i don't do don't do them anymore what does your name mean you know and all of that which to me personally i just think it's silly but whatever uh <laughs> But okay, let's get to know you. You know, okay, what is the name? What street did you grow up on? What is your first pet? Where else do we hear these questions? Bank accounts, where you're making bank accounts. <laughs> yes. You know, just like you know, stuff like that, important stuff. And that's literally a hacker's dream right there. And it some of my friends that did it, eventually a couple of days later, hey, my account was hacked. It's like yeah. you know, yeah, those are security uh, questions. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that says let's get to know each other, nope. If they right. if they don't know you in real life, you don't gotta say that yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm looking at some of the notes that you that you uh, gave us uh, uh, phrases to watch out for whenever uh, maybe you're in online chats or in games. Uh, let's talk about some of these. So some of them is, um, for example, the Emmy or let's go private. Um, you don't, you don't want to take your conversation somewhere else because it's like, you know, if you're already having a conversation in one place, what's the need to take it to another platform? You know what I mean? Like what's the intention there? So I know just keep it in one social media app or whatever. Just keep in one place and that's it. Yeah. Right. And then, are you alone? Obviously, they just want to figure out if there's a parent around, caregiver, sure. and everything. Like, no. Um, send me a face pic. <laughs> what what you got to say? No, no. But that's, <laughs> this is where that face app comes in, because what some people will do will, it's not only send me a face pic, but um, to prove to me that you're real, take a picture right now with you holding up three fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anybody can do it and use that face app. And guys, I want to reiterate this that face, and you can go on the iPads, the eyes, 
the, the Apple Store or probably the, the Google Play Store and you can download it. It's amazing what this app does. It yeah. doesn't look cheap. I mean, the results are not like, they don't look fake. Yeah. It's amazing how well these look. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, the other reason why it makes it dangerous is because um, that's, like, the beginning of, like, desensitization for more pictures. So, like, they may start off with the face pic, and then they're going to be like, oh, well, send me a picture of your feet. Send me a picture of the upper body. Send me mm -hmm. a picture of this. And then next thing you know, they're going to be sending pictures of their entire body, and then eventually they're probably going to try to ask for the person to send naked pictures of yep. themselves. Right. So it's like it's just a very a very small a slippery slope, so to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you see mad, sad, upset, what's bothering you. That is like how sexual predators, traffickers can come in and try to build a bond with the child, try to build a bond with somebody. Um, if the child says, like, well I'm mad because my parents punished me or I'm mad because I got hit, that person could just easily be like, well, that sucks. Like, that's so, like, crappy of them. I'm sorry you went through that. Um, you don't got to worry about that with me. I'll take care of you. I'll be your friend and everything. I'll be your boyfriend. I'll be your girlfriend, whatever it may be. Yeah. So they, can, they will use that later against them. They can just be like, oh, well, you know, I've done this and this and this for you. Like, what, what are you going to do for me now? Yeah. So they will use their vulnerabilities against mm -hmm. them. Sure. Um, this one, because I know what this leads to or could lead to, and it just makes me cringe. I know a way you can earn some fast money. Yeah. Modeling gigs and everything. No. Yeah, no. It's, <clears throat> I, I know that, you know, kids, they just want to earn fast money. They, you know, they want to be able to afford all these things. But, you know, if there's somebody out there offering a job for, like, $18 an hour, $20 an hour, $26 an hour, and it says, like, no experience needed, no skills needed, that is a scam, and that is probably a, a very dangerous mm -hmm. thing to get into. Well, even if it's not dangerous, it's still a scam. Mm -hmm. It's still a scam. <laughs> you're still not, you're not going to make that kind of money without, with uh, not anything, right? Yep. Uh, obviously, watch your phone number, text me. We just talked about that. That's, uh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Throwing that old, throwing the old I love you out yeah. uh, early in the relationship or even maybe in a text chat with someone you just maybe kind of started talking to for not very long, right? Yeah, like that can be a form of love love bombing where the person is just going to, you know, throw them compliments, say I love you, you know, buy them gifts and everything. But that's just, um, that's their way of trying to gain some sort of control. So saying yeah. I love you too early, that's a red flag. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, what else can we talk about? Abbreviations to watch out for. Oh, there's a lot. No, <laughs> no for, before we go into these, where are these abbreviations used? Is it in text, text and, chats? And, and, yeah, text. Texting. Snapchat, Instagram, and okay. anywhere. So, and I, good grief, I wouldn't know any of these. <laughs> uh, IWSN. I want sex now. The CU46, CU4Sex. See, that, whenever, <sighs> okay. I, even try, whenever I said the, the abbreviations, you can even hear it almost, CU46. Well, this is almost kind of like some um, 
what the vanity license plates or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, are you O eighteen? Are you over eighteen? And then there's also the um, DOC drug of choice, um, KOTL kiss on the lips, even the number eight. Number eight means oral. Just that number eight by itself. Well, and that's like I'm looking at the number ninety nine means parent is gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. sad. Okay. Um, P-I-R, parent in room, 53 sex. Um, that one I could I could definitely spot it out because the way that it's written, you can almost see the word sex, 53X. Okay, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, okay, sure. <laughs> no, I guess you can, yeah, I, I, see, I see where you're getting at. Um, uh, Internet acronyms uh, or decoding internet acronyms. I guess these would be spoken. Are these yeah. text or would these be spoken? They can be spoken. They can be text. Um, some of these, they are just texts only. So, like, for example, FWB. I've never heard anybody say FWB, but I have seen it in text messages, which means friends with benefits. And most um, people know what that means, but yeah. FWB, I don't know if I would. Yeah, and then also daddy, I'm constantly hearing that verbally. Like, that's my daddy right there, and that means that's an attractive man, usually Yikes. older. Yeah, also um, the last one, zaddy. I've definitely heard that one. <laughs> it talk, it's talking about a well-dressed, attractive man of any yeah. age. Like in like a higher level of daddy. Okay, <laughs> a high class, uh, a bougie daddy. Yeah, I guess, bougie right? daddy. Right? <laughs> yeah, those are just some um, internet okay. acronyms. Well, you know, I, I I wanted to I wanted to bring Maria in today because uh, uh, when it of course we kind of do different things. Uh, Maria is a, an advocate for folks who have experienced sexual assault, but also she is our human trafficking specialist who knows that world. And I do prevention. I think where mine and your world comes together, one of the places, is the online safety thing. You know, I talk to children about it just because uh, it can lead to potential assaults, right? And of course, uh, and that's also a part of your realm. Uh, but I think this is something that we could probably talk for another hour on, on just different topics, different things, our experiences. Uh, but I, uh, is there anything else that you want to make sure that we touch on or that we talk about for, before we wrap things up? Um, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, you know, and just real quick and I, uh, and we're almost, uh, we've been going for 38 minutes now. Really? Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. I've got to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, uh, we need to wrap it up. Uh, but you know, I, I, there's a little story I tell kids whenever I'm talking about online safety. I said, here I am an adult telling you to be careful, but something that happened to me, I, I'm, I'm a gamer. I've been gaming with a bunch of guys for well over 10 years uh, to where we know each other, we knew each other so much. We, would exchange Christmas cards. We knew each other's addresses. Uh, we were Facebook friends, and some of us had each other's phone numbers. And to make a long story short, uh, one of the guys eventually confessed to us that uh, he had been lying to us this whole time about who he was, 
the job he had, where he lived, uh, his family life, and everything. And it was just because he had severe diabetes and he couldn't get out much. And he was bored and he was lonely. And uh, we're not friends with this guy anymore. And, and I feel for the guy and I appreciate anybody who yearns for, for companionship and friends, but at the same time, the person that I became a friend with, that was not him. And, uh, I mean, he had a fake picture on his Facebook account. I mean, this just went on. And so my point is, you know, I tell kids, look, here I am, I'm an adult. I'm, you know, and I'm telling you to be careful, but guess what? It can happen to anyone. And even these things that we talked about, uh, guys, even if you are on Tinder or whatever, and just be careful of the information you give to someone you have just met online. Yeah, and definitely um, know the red flags. Yeah, a toxic, right. person. Right. All right. Maria, it is always so nice to talk with you and Thank to you. do this. And we do have to do some more in-person presentations together uh, and things like that. So, agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so if you have any questions, you can email us uh, again at conversations and connections at FCCET.com. And as always, I do always like to give out our 24 hour day, seven day a week hotline. Uh, that number is one 800 828 7233 if you feel like you need our services for anything uh for the family crisis center we're there for you also subscribe to conversations and connections you can do that via spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts or pretty much any podcast service of your choice always be the voice if not for you for someone else Music.